Arsenal. The podcast that interviews and celebrates the former players of our great club, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Welcome to the Wolf Whistle. Welcome to a special edition of the Wolf Whistle podcast, the podcast which interviews and celebrates the former players of our great club, but not just former players. I'm sure you've seen this story on social media. I absolutely love it. Ross Bennett, who became um, a fourth official at the Molyneux with, with an absolutely great story. So we've got Ross on the line now. Ross, how are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Now... I've, I've, listen, I've been doing some research on this. Um, I believe you've had the New York Times interview in your talk sport. I mean, you, your world's gone crazy, hasn't it, in the past few weeks? Yeah, it certainly uh, made its way around the globe. Oh, that's brilliant. And now you're at the biggest of them all, Wolf Whistle Towers for the, for the yeah. Wolf Whistle podcast. But in all seriousness, Ross, how long have you been a, a season ticket holder at the Wolves? Uh, it's probably the second season. I've mean, yep. been been members for a long time. I've seen the waiting list, and yeah, I'm pretty certain it's the second season. And and for you, how long have you supported Wolves? Oh, since my dad took me up when I was a little boy. Bless. I mean, listen. What 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 happened on Tuesday, the sixteenth of January, at the Molyneux? Wolves are playing Brentford in in an FA Cup tie. Obviously, we we, we won, which we'll come to. But for you, Ross, your world turned pretty much upside down. It's uh, Wolves are two all after ninety minutes, and where's your season ticket? Uh, right next to the, the tunnel where they came, where they come out of. Oh, and which side is it? The the Wolves dug outside or the away dug outside? Wolves dug out. So all of a sudden, uh, you you can hear something from the tunnel. I mean, this is incredible. Take it away, Ross. So. The linesman come past at full time. He was just holding his chest, walking off for the Wolves physio, and then can see a bit of commotion going on and talk as they would have to call someone or find someone. I kind of got the gist of what was going on, so I just lent over when if you need someone, I can do it. And uh, they, uh, one of the Wolves people said, "Hold that fork." And I, did, I didn't really think much more of it. And next day, I got the match referee uh, talking to me, saying, "Are you a qualified ref?" And I was like, "Yes." And he's like. Can you work that board? I'll just like give me a quick crash course. I'm sure I can manage it. And he went right. You got the job. <laughs> uh, jumped over the wall and down I went. So the linesman's effectively been taken out. The fourth yeah. official then runs the line for extra time, yeah. and you're you're thrust in as the fourth official. So Ross, obviously silly question, but I have read this. You are you are a qualified referee, aren't you? Yeah, I mean it's football. Nothing like um, top flight football. <laughs> I mean, and, and you was at the match with your son. I mean, what happened to your son, Ross? Well, I forgot about him. Left him there. He's because uh, <laughs> we were just beyond the dugout, so he's only fifteen, twenty yards behind me. But uh, yeah, so because we obviously, you know, it's like having season tickets. You get to know people around you. Yes, they're all they're all with him. So was, yeah, he was fine. And that's brilliant. So. You know, you've got your normal match attire. And I mean, when I go to the match, I put a hoodie on. If it's cold, a jacket. Um, I've got my jeans on, a pair of trainers. What was you actually wearing? Well, uh, just, just normal attire, really. Uh, long long coat and that. So, yeah, I did I did kind of like blend in. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's just, it's mad. It's just, yeah, and then... When I got took down, I was a bit, I was a bit at first, I would, because normally I stand like on the touchline. Yes. But I was kind of like, you know, 
how far can I go with this? So I'd like started about 10 yards back and every like 30 seconds I was taking a step forward to on the touchline. I mean, th I mean, this is just incredible. You're a Wolves fan. Um, I mean, listen, qualified ref, you've, you've helped out. Um, well, I'm not sure if the game could have continued without a fourth official, but you're you're then right in the thick of it, privy to the information. So talk me through, you know, the, the, they give you the board, so they give you this quick rundown on how to operate it. Yeah, the referee said, oh, the, we'll get the, um, the benches to do their own, put the numbers on for you for the substitutions. He said, and you just, you know, hold the board up and, and we'll, we'll do it. I was like, right, okay. And then Brentford wanted to make a substitution. They give me the piece of paper. And I was just like, nah, you got, you got to put your own numbers on there. They <laughs> <laughs> so looked a bit bewildered when I told them that. I mean, this is brilliant. And I can't remember, did, did Wolves make any substitutions? Yeah, they brought on Dawson for, for uh, Cunha. So, you're literally right by the Wolves dugout. Can you literally hear everything what's going on? In the in the seat, no. You can hear bits, but when you're actually stood next to like uh, the managers and that, yeah, it's completely different. Yeah, so that's what I mean. So, when you're in your, your, your little fourth official spot, I mean, you, you can literally hear everything. Yeah, everything just can't, always communicating, always. I mean, you just see him like... Looks like he's he's talking stuff from your seat. When you're actually there and hear what he's saying, yep. yeah, uh, yeah, I can hear everything. And obviously, Brentford, they were just more whinging about decisions, really, because obviously I was mic'd up to VAR and everything. <laughs> they kept coming to me and asking me why why is it not a penalty when they had that goal disallowed? I was obviously dived, and they were like, he doesn't dive, he doesn't dive, and then obviously there's that red card incident. Yeah, and they're like coming to me saying, what's happening? I'm like. Gotta find out myself. I'm just trying to listen. So, so I suppose at first you're a bit starstruck. You, you know, you're fourth official. You're on the edge of the pitch, but then all of a sudden you, you're blending in. They're treating you normally. They're treating you like you're a fourth official, and and I suppose you forget almost or not not forget. That's the wrong word, but you're in the thick of it as well. So you've just got to be professional and deliver yeah. the information that they want. Yeah, so I mean, when I when I went to did it, I thought I've, I've got to stay neutral here. I've got to just forget what I'm here for because yeah. I don't think it had gone down well. Because when when we got that penalty, I was just like, and then when we scored, I, I didn't move because I just thought if I start jumping and celebrating, it's not going to go down well with the Brentford bench. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's brilliant. I mean, you know, Cunha obviously got the winner. So for you. If you chuck the chuck, chuck the board up in the air and start high fiving Gary O'Neill, I think yeah. you're going to be in for FA disciplinary. And yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't think it would have, it would have gone down well at all. And I did um, I did read you actually got remunerated as well for for for, for you know for obviously doing the job. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did yeah. And was it 150 quid? I heard. Well, I think it was on the radio that I heard it on. Uh, yeah, 140. I just had an email off the FA saying. Um, Thanks for doing it from from the referees uh, people. Yeah, just had an email saying thanks for doing it, um, and I'm entitled to pay which is 140 pound. Oh, to claim it? Yeah, of course. You you surely did. Yeah, 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 I claimed it. I'm on my payment roll now. Oh, brilliant! And from your perspective, um, you know, when you did at the full time whistle, um, did you shake hands with the managers? Did you, did you, did you have to go into the, the dressing room, or, or or did you jump back over and go and celebrate with your son? No, so the, the full time whistle went, and I was kind of stood there like, what do I do? <laughs> and the comms people demoed me. 
Um, and I thought, I'll just stand here just for a minute, just say, you know, cheers to the referee. Yeah. And, he, and then he come over after being on the pitch and he was like, um, who are you with? And I was like, I'm with my son. He said, well, do you want to come down to the, uh, the referee's room? And I was like, um, yeah, why not? And he said, what we'll do is we'll leave him in his seat, we'll let it calm down and then we'll bring him down. So I was like, yeah, 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 that's fine. Well, I forgot to relay any of that information to Tyler, so I just went straight down the tunnel. <laughs> and I got, I got halfway down, and I thought, oh, I haven't told him. So Matt Hobson stood next to me. And I, I said, oh, can you do me a favour? My son's on the other side of the tunnel. Can you just tell him I'll be back up for him in a minute? And he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, OK, that's fine. And yeah, um, they, they put him in a little section, so he just had to wait for me. Oh, brilliant. And, and then, Go on, sorry. Yeah, and then afterwards went and, went and grabbed him and took him into the referee's room and some of the uh, Joe's I saw came in and spoke to him and stuff like that. So I saw him. Oh, so, so your son as well. Not only was it a fantastic experience for you, Ross, and, you know, the, the analogy that, that I give is, you know, there's someone going on holiday, the pilot gets taken ill, there's a pilot sitting on the plane, you know, he's ready to go on holiday. Next thing you know, he jumps to the front of the cockpit, puts his hand up and flies the plane. I suppose it's almost like that for you. You've done a bit of refereeing, then all of a sudden you're thrust right into the spotlight. Um, is that how it almost felt? Yeah, yeah, to be fair. Because when I said I can do it, I didn't think for one moment I'd actually be doing it. <laughs> I, did, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't see that coming. It was just one of those <coughs> tongue-in-cheek, I'll do it if you need. Yes. And it went like... The referee came over, I thought this is actually going to happen, this is. <laughs> That's brilliant. And, and like I said, not only was it a fantastic experience for you, Ross, it's almost a, you know, it's also a brilliant, brilliant experience for your son. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, he was taking the mick out of me when I was doing it behind. Oh. But then, because I, I, I was listening to VAR, I don't if it was going on. Yeah. I was telling them what was happening before it had been announced. Right. You, you don't get that insight when you're sat in the stands. Of course. What's actually going? Oh, I mean, so when when, when VAR is going off in your head, I mean, you're privy then to to, to 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 you know confidential information, and could could you could you sense the 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 Brentford bench getting frustrated? And equally, was there any information you had to pass on to Gary O'Neill? Uh, I had uh, so Sean Derry. Yeah. Um, there's there's a clash of heads in the box. I think it was Totty. He came over uh, and he was like, are you, are you linked in with all the officials? And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, where's the red card? And I said, well, the class is just a, a coming together, so there is none. And he's like, right, okay. He goes, I spent the third time he's clattered one of our players. And I was like, I'll just, I'll just tell you what I'm hearing. And then he came up to me and he was asking why the Brentford players were gaining 10 yards on every throw in. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, every time they get this throw, they walk at the pitch 10 yards. I was like, right, okay. And he's like, can you address the referee? Well, I had a little switch I could press that would let me talk to the referee and everyone. <laughs> so I pressed it. And I was like, oh, it's been noted that Brentford are gaining too much on their throw-ins. And he was like, right, I'll, I'll keep an eye on it, which he did, to be fair. Oh, this this is just incredible. And did you have to relay any information that come from the, the Brentford bench? Uh, no, to be fair, I didn't. They were, they were more asking me the questions. Yeah. So I was just, just answering them the best I could. Um, I mean, I kind of... When I spoke to him, so when they wanted to make a substitution, I, I just completely forgot what his name was. So I thought it was a, like a Sunday league game. I was like, ref, they want to make a sub. <laughs> and he just turned and looked at me. I was like, they want to make a substitution. He's like, all oh, right, okay. 
Oh, I mean, Ross, this is incredible. And I take it when you've gone down the pub now, you must be a bit of a, a bit of a local hero now. Now you've been fourth official at the Molyneux. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, to be fair, this, this stewards recognise me at the, uh, the ground on Sunday. <laughs> Have uh, the FA give you a job yet? And I was like, what? And I, and I didn't even know who this steward was. Uh, uh, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. So, for you, Ross, it, you know, and it almost is a once-in-a-lifetime experience because I've been going up the Molyneux for, 30, well, nearly 30 years, and I have never, ever seen that happen. And the chances are it, it, it's not going to happen again, so you must feel almost quite lucky that, that, it, that it happened to you. Yeah, I mean, I think the reason why it's gone so where it has all around the world is that it's top flight football. It's the oldest cup competition in the world. And like you said, it doesn't happen. It yeah. might happen in the lower leagues quite a bit, but it doesn't get highlighted. Yeah, I mean, Ross, an incredible story. And I really love stories like this. Yes, this podcast interviews former players. But when I heard this story, I thought, I've got to get Ross on the channel. And I made contact with him and he was more than happy to come on. So, Ross... I want to thank you for the time on, on the Wolf Whistle Pod this evening. Yeah, um, no thank you for, for swaying a few decisions Wolves way on the night. <laughs> and hopefully we will see you as a fourth official at Molyneux very soon. You never know, mate. You never know. Thanks, Ross. Yeah, no worries. Take care. All right. Bye.